Blog Talk Radio. It's Cannon Baby coming with the heat. Got Indy Fire playing in my speakers. Nikita the host, girl in motion. All the way near, airway smoking. You can call in this phone lines open. Rockets are hot like we're cooking the road. Indy Fire the goat, don't ask who the competition is. Cause they're standing alone, popping. When you listen to here, you always get what you Interviews, artists, songwriters, authors, and entrepreneurs. Chopping it up with powerful icons who make her influence. Who keep it hotter? This is Indy Fire. Blazing on yourself, tune in and catch the heat. It don't even matter where you at. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone. Yeah. Holy moly, this day heat. Got Nakia in my sleeper. Girl in motion, get on your feet. Indy Fire, blazing, please. Keep it coming every week. We too strong, we defeat the week. Cannon, baby, super speed. We keep it turning to the sea. It's too high. A fireman can't put it out because it's too high. Indy Fire. Hey, P 
piggyback on those people, you know what I'm saying, so that they can um, give you the inspiration that you need throughout the day. So it was a great day for me. What'd you do? Somebody send me a quick message really quick and let me know how your day went. All right, so I can shout you out really quick and, and talk about you. Let my listening audience know how your day went. All right? Uh, coming up on Thursday, who do we have on the show? 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have audio on the show. Closing out next week, can you believe we are at the end of September? I can't believe this month just really flew by. It just, we're like, September's gone. You know, it, it's gone. September is gone. <laughs> it's gone. Um, so, yes, uh, coming up at the end of the month, next week on Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have uh, Donnie Kroon with us on the 27th. We're ending the month with authors. Yes, authors. I know somebody asked me, they were like, what, are you back just, you know, just artists now? That's all I've heard. Oh, no. You know, here on Indie Fire, we are all about the independent community. So whether you are an entrepreneur, a blogger, model, an actress, actor, you know, whatever you're doing within the independent community, uh, we're here for you. So, yes, closing out the end of the month, we have um, – author Latoya McCray on uh, Tuesday the 27th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You remember the artist Dossie we had on the show last month? Well, Latoya is actually her sister. Yes, uh, debuting uh, her new book, uh, first book, as a matter of fact. Yeah, she'll be here talking about her brand-new book on the 27th. And then coming back to us for the third time, with a new book release. Yes, now this is the very first time we've had a triple threat here on Indie Fire. Seems like we get it back. Now, I won't say this is, um, like, if it's going to be the latest release, but she's put out, you know, books in between. We've had it here for, you know, I think maybe 2019 she was here, and then 2021 she was here. No, 2020 she was here. Um, but she's been our... Um, best female author. She's been our um, best author, I believe. I told you I, I would know all of her awards by the time she came back. But I want to say she's been our best female author and she's been our best author. Well, she might have been our, our entrepreneur of the year. What, one of those three, or two of those three, she has been. Um, so author Chanel will join us closing out the month on the 29th next Thursday, not this Thursday, but next Thursday, the 29th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you cannot make them all, as we always say, please, please, please do not miss them all, all right? And then I know, I know, I know, I know somebody sent me a message, and they were like, hey, New Music Mondays, what's going on? I, I know. I've been slipping. I've been, but you know what? In, in, in my defense, you all been slipping with the music, too. I can't give you new music on New Music Mondays if you're not sending in the music for New Music Mondays. So let me get that email out for you. You can send the new music submissions to Monica at info at fireradio.com. All right? That's E-N-D-I-E-F-I-Y-A radio.com. In the subject line, New Music Mondays submissions. All right? Or... You can head over to the website, www.indiefireradio.com. 
and click on tab for New Music Monday submissions. But don't forget to upload the file. See, that's a lot of you, you know, your problem. You get so excited to get over there and submit your music that you forget to upload the file. We have all of this, you know, you give all of these descriptions, all of these descriptions about, you know, your artist and the track, but you forget to upload the file. And guess who's not coming to chase you down for that track? Me. All right? <laughs> so don't forget to upload the file. That's the last step. Like right at the bottom, it says click, you know, click for file or click this file or click this link. It tells you what to do. So just don't forget to upload the file, all right, www.indiefireradio.com, C-O-M, yes, uh, New Music Monday submissions, and don't forget to upload the file, all right, guys, <laughs> that's all I got for you. <laughs> My guest this evening, super, super excited to have her here with me, singer, songwriter, and blues artist, Mimi Yassel. She's from Blackville, South Carolina. She has been in the music industry all her life. Mimi Yassel started singing with her father, mother, and siblings in the gospel group named The Family Gospel Singers. She performed in multifunctions in her community. She traveled to different cities and states for many years. Her singing career was inspired by her mother, who also was a recording artist. It has always been Mimi Yassel's passion and zeal to write and perform in front of an audience. In 2019, Mimi Yassel decided to pursue her passion for singing in the genre of soul blues, along with her siblings, who also contribute to the success of her music career. When she also discovered Southern Soul, she immediately knew. <laughs> she released her first single, My Eye Candy, in 2020, and in April of 2010, my apologies, in April of 2020, she released her first album, Just Being Mimi, and there was no stopping from there. She continued to produce more projects and grace the stage with many artists. Her desire is to touch, encourage, to bring excitement to all of her fans. Indie Fire listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest, singer, songwriter, and blues artist, Mimi Yassel. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> how are you this evening? I'm great. I'm great. Doing well. Doing well. Yeah, you you're good? You shook it all off now? You better now? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you here with me this evening. Let me tell you, I don't know too much about Miss Mimi, but, you know, like I tell all of my um, guests, when I get the information about them, you know, it's my, my I do my due diligence. I go and start stalking, you know, their social media. Not not really stalking, you know, but I need to be as right. informed about myself as possible. And so just in, you know, hopping through um, your social media, you know, people speak highly about Miss Mimi. And I haven't listened to any of your music. I don't do that. I like to be as uh, either impressed or as disappointed as my listening audience. We're either going to be shocked 
um, or we're gonna love Miss Mimi. All right, but everyone speaks so highly um, of Mimi. So I yeah. think we are definitely for a treat this evening um, when we hear her, guys. I'm gonna tell you that because everything that I read about her um, has been, everyone praises Mimi. All right. So I can't wait to listen to the first track, but um, your bio states that, you know, you've been singing all your life. You started singing with your family in a gospel group known as a family gospel singer. So I'm going to backtrack. Same question I ask everybody that comes on the show. You know, for me, I know how it was when I was little. Um, I used to go down south, you know, every summer, was drugged to church, you know, every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night, um, to some <laughs> church service, Saturday yeah. morning, you know, there's um, Sunday school, then you're in church like all day long, then you got church service Sunday night, and so I know that, you know, what your bio states, but what was it like for you growing up, you know, having just that type of atmosphere, it sounds like, and, and then being in a group, you know, with your, your siblings as well as your, your parents. That is your foundation for um, singing. What was it like uh, for you being in a group, you know, at such a young age? Um, it was a learning experience. It was a learning experience. First of all, you know, um, to my mother and my father, they both, um, they both were ministers. They both are ministers now, mm-hmm. but, they had, but mm-hmm. they had a band. They had a band and everything, and... Um, she was a singer, she was a songwriter, and my father, he was uh, a lead guitar player. So uh, growing up in an environment like that, it was, um, like I said, it was, very, it was a learning process. My brothers uh, and my sister, we, we all, you know, was in the house. We always was going every Sunday because, you know, we, we were singing all over the place. And not, not only that, they, you know, they taught us the business side of music. So, mm. my, so my mother, she taught me how to sing. She was also a phenomenal singer herself. She taught me how to sing. And, you know, growing up under them, I learned how to write songs. And, you know, on our second project that we, uh, that we completed, it was a couple of songs that I wrote on there for my mother. So um, it, was, uh, it was a very learning experience. I had a chance to grace the stage along with them um, at an early age. At the 14, I said, I want to say about 14, 15, they really drafted me <laughs> and started singing in the background and everything, besides in church. And I was singing in the background. We was going to all over different festivals and everything. So I felt like uh, a Jackson 5. I felt like Michael Jackson. I didn't get a chance to really uh, get out there and socialize because I was always uh, practicing. I'm always practicing, mm-hmm. singing, and everything. So it was an experience. It was a learning process for me. And then all of a sudden, and I, I think my guest last night said that uh, his choir director gave him, so to speak, his big shot. You know, one Sunday he was pulled to the front to lead um, a song. You know, at what point did your parents realize that, oh, we got it. We're going to put her in the front and let her lead a song and, and you know, see what happens. At what point did your, your parents realize that, you know, you you had a voice and that you could really carry a, you know, carry a song and they 
you know, put you in the front and let you leave. Well, I always fun around the house and everything. And what happened was, I, I want to say I was around about seven or eight. We went to a radio station and we did a live. Um, it was like a live interview, and I had a sing also. And I sung in the uh, the mic, and everybody in my area, um, different towns and everything, and they heard me. And my mother was like, Mimi, you can sing. She said, Mimi, you need to step out, you know, a little bit. Because I was shy. I was a very shy person. And she was like, you know, Mimi, you need to go ahead on it uh, and step out and start leading. And I was like, yeah, if you be right beside me, we I can pass the mic if I mess up. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, she would encourage me to, um, you know, to step out and everything. And she always said she had my back. But it was being at that moment that she knew that there was something about me. Um, she told me, she said, I may not be living because she's no longer with me. And she said that, you know, I may not be you may I may not be with you, Mimi, but if you believe in yourself, she she said, Your your gift will make room for you. And she told me, you know, to pursue my dream and everything and my passion. So that I say around about seven, seven. I wouldn't say I was around about seven, eight, it was a long time. I I'm up in the age and <laughs> and I try to remember. But yeah, it was around about that time. Wow. I couldn't imagine um, being so young uh, with that type of yes, quote-unquote responsibility on my back. But I feel also that I look at children now who um, are gifted, you know, with such a talent or with such a singing voice. They have no fear, you know. I feel oh, like no, they, don't. they, you know, um, they, they, they conquer their fear. You know, um, I watched them on, like, America's Got Talent, um, and you hear them. You hear their stories. You know, I started singing when I was five. Well, how old are you now? I'm only eight. You know what I'm saying? And they, they have such confidence <laughs> about right. them. You know, there's no fear, you know? Um, they right. haven't experienced life yet to even know what fear means, but they, they, they have such confidence about them. So, um I don't know. I look at myself now and, and just be like, you know, even at the age that I am, having to step on stage and, and sing, you know, I would just be a bundle of nerves. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, these kids now, yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, yeah, like you mentioned, I would have had to have been, like, right there beside me, pushing me, you know, or I would have had to have her right there holding my hand. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, I guess growing up, you know, knowing that she was right there supporting you or having your back, you know, that um, yeah. would have instilled some type of courage, you know, in you. Right. Um, and now as an adult, um, even though you mentioned that she's not here with you, still having that in you. Um, right. When you step on the stage, I believe that, you know, having that still in you now, um, mm-hmm. her presence, you know, I can't, I can't even get out what I'm trying to say, but, it's her presence, yes, knowing know. that what you know, um, from from such a small young girl and then growing up and wow, I can't, I can't even imagine, I can't even imagine. Um, when it and comes she to the stage, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll give her a say when she graced the stage. When I learned from her because she she was my my role model and she got up there with no fear and 
she mm-hmm. would tear the church down. She didn't even need nobody, uh, uh, no no choir behind her or nothing like that. She grabbed the mic. Sometimes she just grabbed the mic. Everybody was up on their feet. She's my inspiration. And that's kind of how um, my mother is the same way. My mother, all my mother has three brothers, and they all have a gospel group that they've sung in for. I don't know, like all all of my life. Uh, and, you know, with COVID, it kind of shut down, you know, it well, didn't kind of, it shut down everything. And so mm-hmm. uh, it limited their performances. And, you know, our church has been, and I know this is just all off topic, but I'm just kind of led to talk about it for just a moment. Our church has been, you know, the doors have been closed still. We've had virtual church, you know, the past three years. So our pastor announced that on Sunday, you know, we'll go back in the physical building the first Sunday in in October. But the group has actually gone. They've been doing this for the past six months. You know, they go in, they open up church doors every Sunday, and they sing so that we have, you know, music across the our virtual church airwaves, you know, every Sunday. Well, guess who controls the dashboard? Me, of course. Um, well, (laughs) yeah, girl, I do it all. Well, um, they, when I hear my mother sing, you know, and it's kind of like you just mentioned, she doesn't need a choir, like she doesn't need a microphone. Her voice is just that the magnitude of her voice just, it just, it carries, you know? Um, and she's my inspiration, you know, the, what she just instills in other people you know, um, she's also a minister. You know, you mentioned that your parents are ministers. Mom is a minister as well. Um, so, yeah. but her voice, her and her brothers. You know, like I said, they've sung like all all of my life. Um, so, but but that that courage. It's something about I don't know what mothers instill in you, and even if it weren't on a a platform of, you know, music, it's just what mothers, what they instill in you and what you carry on your career. You know, even if you weren't um, a music artist, it's what she instilled in you and what you continue to carry on and what you pass on, you know, to generations and generations, um, it's, it's just just something about you know mothers. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so you know, as your bio states that you decided to pursue your passion and singing, and how did we get from gospel to soul and blues? And I know there's uh, a melting pot of how all of that is combined into one. But how did you go from singing with the family to, you know, singing soul and blues? blues. I know that's an integral part of your music career, but I just have a, you know, somebody send me a question. How did she go from singing gospel? I don't think she left the gospel. You can't leave singing gospel. But how did you no. get from, you know, singing 
gospel music to now soul and blues artists. Okay, what what happened with that is um, after the passing of my mother, it uh, kind of threw me. It kind of threw me and everything. And I stopped singing for, I want to say, for a couple of years. I had stopped singing completely. I wasn't singing around the house or anything after her passing and everything. And um, I'm the type of person that loves the, the dance. I love entertainment and everything. So um, I've been new about Southern Soul. I used to go to the shows and everything, watch other artists and all that thing. And I, I told my husband, I was like, why do I feel like I need to be on that stage? I, I, I like something was tugging inside of me. So um, I got with my brothers, and I told them that I want to start back singing. And, and they asked me, okay, and they say, what you want to do? Because they're my producers, too. they also my producer, and they're in my band. So okay. um, they, was, uh, they were like, what do you want to do? I said, I want to do Southern Soul. And they were like, Southern Soul? I said, like, Soul and Blues? So, um... What what got me into it is that I love the um the culture of it. I love the culture. It's, it's to me, to me, in my opinion, I think that it's more closely related to gospel a little bit. But mm-hmm. I get to dance. I get to dance like I want to, <laughs> and and be free <laughs> like I want to. <laughs> and, and and I love the atmosphere of it. I love the uh the, the older folks. You know, everybody know how to have a good time. Um, that was one of the things that I've seen. At the um at the shows, and I felt that with my soulfulness, my soulful voice and everything, I thought that it would be a good fit for it. Cause I'm not R and B, I'm not I'm not a I, I'm more I got a, a churchy kind of sound, so I was like you know maybe that'll fit, and so I decided to go into that, and it took off faster than what I thought it was. I didn't think that you know, you know that the people or the fans. I, I didn't think I was going to gain any fans, really, because of my background, like where I came from. Mm-hmm. But um, I love it. I, I love it. I love it. I, I love the environment. I love the culture of it. And it has been, I had to stop that. I had to stop. So I love it. Now, something you mentioned earlier was that your parents taught you not only, you know, the singing aspect, the, the music side of it, um, they taught you the songwriting side of it, but they also taught you the business side of this mm-hmm. industry. And I think that is so important because so many artists get into this industry because they know how to sing. I'm an amazing singer. Somebody told me I could sing, you know what I'm saying? I got in the studio and I sounded amazing, you know, or I know how to write songs, you know, or I know how to freestyle. You know, I beat somebody in a rap battle, so I should be a rapper. They know all about the music side of it, but they don't know anything about the side when it comes to the business side of it. They don't understand that you can't have one side. I know anything about the business side of it at all. Um, Right. How important, as you grew up, how important was it, you know, for you to continue to know that, you know, you mentioned your brothers were your producers, you know, um, staying close knit with the family, but still, you know, I'm still having to deal with, you know, maybe I got to get a, a manager. Maybe I, you know, got to sign some contracts, you know what I'm saying? I got to read this contract over, you know, um, when it comes to booking engagements, you know, um, how important was it that you took that knowledge that you gained from your parents and applied it to 
you know, my life as an adult artist, how important was it to you that, you know, now I got this knowledge from back then, I stay, you know, um, current on this information because the, the business side of it changes. When I came into this industry yes, 14 years ago, I was getting information, you know, every week. My mentor would send me, a, you know, hey, study over this here. Make sure you know this right here. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, it would be like every day, hey, make sure you know this here. Mm-hmm. Study over this right here. Then all of a sudden, it would be every hour. Hey, get updated on this information here. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the industry changes like every hour. There's something new. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, yeah. when it comes to the business side of it, you know, how important is it for these artists to know not only I got to know the, the quote-unquote music side, but the business side as well? Tell them how important that is. It is very, very, very important. Singing and entertainment, to me, is like 30% of it. Uh, the business is 70%. That's, that's just the way I see it. Um, it's very easy to go on stage and, and to entertain. But at the end of the day, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, every I is dotted and every T is crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Always, um, I have, you know, other people that walk up to me and everything. I mean, they, they talk to me and everything. They call me. And, you know, they'll ask me, you know, uh, about, you know, different, you know, information and everything. And, I'm, you know, I, I don't have no problem giving it to them. Um, they can go on the website and see different things. But I, I tell I stress people about uh, your copyrights. Make sure that your copyrights yeah. and stuff, you know, uh, that's, that's, that's number one. You want to make sure that, you know, you register with, you know, a PRO. You want to make sure all that so you can get your money. You want your uh, uh uh, what you call it? Um, oh, I can't. It's on the tip of my tongue, but you want to make sure all that's taken care of. Um, you want to make sure that you um, uh, let me see. Uh, do all your registrations along with um. I'm trying to call everything because there's so many. There's so many things that you have to do, and you want to make sure that everything's legit. You want to make sure that all your your business is taken care of. You want your you want your um, uh, you want your checks, royalty. Royalties. That's royalties. You want to make you want you want to make sure that's taken care of because they ask me how you get the royalty check. I'm like, so y'all been singing all this long time and y'all y'all don't have anything wrong. You so, ain't got um, nothing. <laughs> nothing. And, and then they were asking me, you know, you get royalty checks. I said, yeah. So you know, um, I I tell people all the time, you know, it's very important to you know ed- educate yourself if you can. If you can talk to somebody, talk to somebody you know that know know more about the business. So uh, my my mother's father taught me that at a young age. They had booking managers and everything. And uh, to make a long story short, you know they got out out by a booking manager because they didn't read over the contract, and he also was taking their money too. So mm-hmm. you know they would sit down and talk to us about you know different things, let the contract make sure that you know if you don't understand, take it to a lawyer. And you yeah. know, let the lawyer go over everything with you, and break everything break everything down to you before you even sign anything. So um, they taught me all about that. Um, it like you said, everything is changing now. Back back then, when I was doing things, we had tapes. Uh, they don't do tapes no more. 
So the CD is out, and that's that's about to be released, you know. So um, everything's changing with that too, with the screaming platforms and all that. Um, a right. lot of people don't know. I don't know if anything changed changed since fifteen thousand to one sale, if I'm not mistaken. I'm still, you know, like I say, you know, I'm still trying to um, keep myself abreast on everything that's taking place. So uh, with this with this business side, you you want to make sure that that's taken care of. you go. That's first and foremost. I want to get into some music uh, from Miss Mimi. Like I said, guys, um, people have been talking her up, so I'm excited to hear exactly what all this talk is about. All right. <laughs> the first track we're going to get into is uh, called or entitled The Weekend. I'm sorry. The Weekend, my favorite artist. <laughs> it's The Weekend. It's The Weekend. All right. So, Miss Mimi. The writing process is for It's the Weekend. Let's, let's take our listening audience through what exactly went on when you were writing It's the Weekend. When you write, oh. you have to have your, your, your beat first and then you write the lyrics, or do you write your lyrics first and then comes your music? What's your writing process like? Uh, it it go both ways. Sometimes I can have a, a melody going on. Uh, I could be I could be walking around the house, or I could be vacuuming, or washing dishes, or something like that, and a melody will come to mind, and I will hurry up and record it on my phone. I got to record it out, so I can record it on my phone, and then um, I will give it to my brother, who's my producer, and you know I give him a, a snippet of you know how I want everything, and he comes out with the um, music, and then I will go ahead on and uh, put the lyrics down, and or uh, sometimes. I will come up with some lyrics. Like I can hear something that you may say, and I may have a song just that fast. Like you just say uh, Monday being uh, being another Thursday. I say, oh, that's a good song title right there. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm 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 very creative and um, uh, with songwriting and with the with the weekend. I was thinking about you know something that people can relate to. Everybody always look forward to the weekend. Everybody always do. You know, after you don't come off a hard work week, you want to, you want to chill out and, you, you know, you just want to relax. So oh, I just have a good time. So that's how I came up with that, um, you know, thinking about, you know, how a person feel when they get off of work. That including myself, how I feel. How I feel all the time. When I'm driving home from work on a Friday, I'm happy. <laughs> and I got to go back in to Monday. So, um, I write down, you know, at that time, my emotions and my feelings and everything. And then um, I will go back. I will go back to it and then uh, brainstorm a little bit more. And then I come up with a hook and I go from there. All right. Well, I want to give you the opportunity to go ahead and introduce your track to the listening audience for the very first time. Okay, everybody, y'all going to be listening to it. It's The Weekend, written by myself, meaning yourself, and produced by my brother, Peter Wizard, Sarah Thompson. Hope you're enjoying <laughs>
Everybody, it's your girl Lorena Lai here with you guys on ND Fire Radio, hosted by Nakia, playing only the hottest music, and of course, me. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on ND Fire with your girl Nakia and my very special guest, singer, songwriter, and blues artist, Mimi Yassel. You just heard it's the weekend. Guys, what do you think? Thumbs up? Thumbs all right, thumbs up. All right, it's a ghost. They like it's okay. the weekend. It's the weekend. I wish it was the weekend. I I'm I'm a little tired. I had to get Lavina lying there for just a minute. We were in here dancing to that, so I gotta catch my breath. I had to grab some water. Anything that can get me up out of my seat is definitely a thumbs up around here. So we like it's the weekend. Um, I think Thank that song you. gave the pose to um, give when it comes to like the human connection um, you know how do you want your songs to be able to um, touch your listening audience do you want it to be able to resonate in you know um, not only the ear but the emotional side you know the mental side um, of your listening audience should it bring forth something, you know, in them. I know when it comes to blues and soul, it does kind of just do something that B music really doesn't do. They they touch people in different ways. So when it comes to your music, is that what you're hoping to bring out of your listening audience? Yes, yes. I I would um I wanted it to encourage um with with the lyrics and everything cuz the music by itself is going to um you know going to make you move but a lot of times you know I have my fans and the audience that have you know they always listen to the lyrics and I want them to be able to you know um connect and you know, with the, with the lyrics and everything and understand you know the lyrics and everything and resonate with themselves. And also, you know, I know I can't take away everybody's problems, and, but when I want, what I want them to do is when they turn the music on and they hear my music, you know, it'll, you know, uplift them a little bit. I can't take away because when, you, when the music, music is off, I hope it makes them feel a little bit better. But, you know, my thing is I want to encourage, to uh, exhort, um, to teach, um, 
you know, just just those those things right there. I just want to bring happiness. I, I can't, like I said, I can't take away the problems, but you know, that at that time, you know, when they listen to it, their mood will change. So. Well, it's the weekend. Definitely did um, do that for me. Now I don't know how the next track is gonna, you know, what it's gonna do. Um, the title of it already is saying something to me, so I'm anxious to see what's going to happen when I listen to <laughs> the song itself. Um, when it comes to, we, we're not ready to get into it just yet, though. <laughs> when it when it comes okay. to um, your older music versus your your newer music, which one of your songs would you say um you delivered your best performance on so far, either from an emotional or a technical point of view. Let's see if we oh. have that track. Oh, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Um I would say uh eye candy. Oh that 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 track, my eye candy. Um <laughs> oh how should I how should I say this? Um that track, that was my very first uh, track that I had wrote and uh, produced with my brother. And and at the time, you know, we were just trying to come up with something, trying to find our own vibe and everything. And all, how should I say it? It, it, it resonated with both the male and the female because um, – Really, it wasn't no gender involved until I said, you know, dark skin lover. That could be anybody, you know, male or female. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, and not only that, you know, it would resonate with couples, you know, a lot of couples and everything. And that track had put me out there on the charts and everything too. So, um, uh, I candy. That's on. That's on my first album. Um, that I, that track there resonates with me. Now the new ones uh, that the one just played it's the weekend. It was kind of out my element a little bit because I'm like I'm very soulful, but that it was like a little dance um uh, track, and I was trying something different, you know, trying to bring in the younger crowd and everything because I found out that I got um college students that that loves my music and everything, and I was I was shocked by you know by me being a certain age, and I was like wow uh-huh. you know that. So those two, I mean, I candy and um and for the new ones like um it's a weekend. Okay, so we're going to get into I candy. I don't know how you knew that was the one I was playing next. <laughs> but we're going to get into. <laughs> we're gonna jump into I candy right now, guys. You just talked it up. So tell me what you think, I candy, Mimi yourself. my eyes looking so fine I want to 
the way you walk. You a sexy man. Ooh, baby. Dark skin lover. My eye candy. Y-A-H-E-L-L. 
S-A-L, guys. Yes, Eye Candy was the name of that. Um, so definitely, I think Eye Candy's a winner around here. Thumbs are still up. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I like Eye Candy. Yeah, I, I stayed in my seat, but I'm hollering the whole time. Yes, Miss Mimi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I, I like that. I like that. Mm. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm over here now trying to send it to my man. So he can go and check out Eye Candy. Yes. Because I was really going to send him yeah. Boy Bye because, you know, he don't be acting right. And I don't even know what Boy Bye, I don't <laughs> even know how it's that. But just off the title alone, I want to send him Boy Bye. You know, he might get both of them tonight. But, yes, um, Eye Candy definitely, um, we love Eye Candy around here. Now, thank you. I know that. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for that single yes uh when it comes to women in this industry we face a lot of uh obstacles um just because we're women you know i feel like we got to work a little bit harder just because we're women um or we are you know our race i mean our our gender we have to work just a little bit harder because of who we are um you mentioned that you are a little bit older um, yeah. So I know that seasoned women got to work a little bit harder, you know, because of all of the younger women that are coming into this industry as well. Um, have you had to face any barriers or obstacles, you know, um, from your male counterparts? And if so, how have you overcome those barriers? Oh, yes. Yes. Um Ooh, it it can get uh, a little rough. It can get, um, how should I say it? You don't want to give up, but seem like you want to throw in the towel because mm-hmm. of it. Um, But the passion in me, you know, I, I just keep going at it by, you know, dropping uh, music and everything. I, I, I say that, you know, women as a whole, you know, we already, you know, we should stick together. Come together. Yes. You know, I'll, yes. always tip other women, you know, crowns. Always tip them. If I, you know, I don't, I'm not top first. I'm not envy. I don't try to be envy. I don't try to be jealous. Um, If you sound good, I'm going to let you know. And I let them know all the time, you know, I love your song. And, you know, I'm putting it in my rotation. So, you know, I can keep listening at it and everything. And I talk, you know, we talk to one another. But with the with the men and everything, um. How should I say? I'm trying to put it professionally um, without <laughs> <Hell>. saying that. <laughs> I'm trying to put it professionally, but um, there could be a lot of big egos going on, and I feel like the women can hold down a show just as good as a man. Matter of fact, it's, it's a lot of women out there that can sing better than them. Mm. But because of the ego, you know, egotistic, uh, thing that they got going on, uh, you just you got to just got to stay stay at it and and keep going. You, uh, I'm trying to put it professionally because I I dealt, I only been in the genre music for only three years. The um matter of fact, October coming will be three years, and I have faced a whole lot of it. Um, uh, between I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be um. Uh, Real about it. Some of them want to sleep with you to get on the show. Mm-hmm. 
And mm-hmm. I tell them all the time, no, I'm not that type of woman. I will, I will have my own self before I lay down and allow that to happen. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, they, you know, they try to tuck up in your clothes. And then, you know, I had some that, you know, tried to um, tarnish my name, uh, telling other promoters not to, um, to book me and everything. And I have done nothing to nobody. I stay in my own lane. I stay in my own city myself. And all I do is my music. I'm on um, music. If I'm on social media, it's about promoting, promoting my music and everything. But yeah, right, I right. had all that to go on. Um, that's why my brother, my brother and my husband, they both are managing me now. So they got now where anybody that wants to book me or anything, they got to go through them now, and they can't, you know, talk to me directly because of it. Um, I like to say it just, you know. Um, us women as a whole, you know, we have to stick together. We have to stick together. And and in Southern Soul, you know, it's a male-dominant genre of music, and the fans are mostly female. I don't have too many problems with the females and everything because they, they like my music. But uh, getting on the shows and everything, when you look at a lot of the, uh, the, the flyers and everything, they may have one female on there. Uh, I, I've noticed that. Female at all. I've noticed that. But, so it's it, it's very difficult, you know, trying to trying to get on the show amongst the male and everything. But um, as female, you know, we have to stick together and and continue, you know, to put out our music and everything and demand for us to be on these shows. So um, I'm trying I'm trying to keep it professional as possible. <laughs> I, I want I want to say some things, but I'm going to keep it professional. So. I understand. I appreciate your honesty and your realness. Um, yeah. I just, just you know, um, and th- that the fact that you mentioned um, the flyers, you know, um, this past couple of months, and shout out to Yolanda Marshall. You know, she sent a lot of artists our way these past two months and even, you know, October um, to the point where I've, I've given her a third of our month. We tend to book up like really fast for the next month before we even release, you know, our calendar, our month, you know, gets booked. And so we send Yolanda like six dates for the next month. And so she booked those dates, you know, no problem. And I just be like, dang, can I get some females? In the back of my mind, I'd be like, hey, can I get some females? You know what I'm saying? But I realize I look at the flyers and there's not, or it's the same two. I, I see Sweet Nay and I see you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yes. where the females at? You know what I'm saying? Where they at? So that's when I start. I start going through, you know, like pages and just try to seek out. You know, are there any females? You know what I'm saying? Because I really, I don't, I don't see. I don't see a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, um, but just in, you know, just in the other genres. And speaking to those female artists as well, you know, it's the same across the board. And I get it. You know, you want to remain, so you don't want to stay, because you don't want to burn bridges. Me, on the other hand, I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Um, But I believe in, I believe in reciprocity. Uh, I'm I'm very big on that. You know, um, I, and in order to, remain 
Um, I'm always humble and I'm always grateful. I see you, Londa. I'm always humble and I'm always grateful for anything that everybody does to me. Um, but, you know, as you mentioned, as as females in this entertainment industry, we should be about uplifting, inspiring, motivating, empowering one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You can't remain on top if you remain closed fist in everything that you do. So each level of success that you reach, you should always be about taking that hand. Shouldn't remain right. closed fist, but remain that hand should remain open so that you can always reach down um, as you climb the ladder of success, reach down and bring another sister up. You know, so I've right. always been right. always been about that, you know. And so I see the, the young ladies that I have on the show, you know, they're always talk about um, empowering and motivating and inspiring and uplifting. You know, there's always that camaraderie. Uh, with the young ladies that I have on the show, um, as they go through their own obstacles and they face their own barriers, they always face that they're bringing somebody up, you know, in this industry themselves. So I salute, right. you know, all the young ladies that I've had on the show, no matter the age bracket that they're in, you know, whether they are in their 60s and been in this industry 40 years, whether they're in their 20s and just, you know, embarking on their music career, They've always been about helping their fellow sister out in this industry. So I salute all of you. At right. some point, though, so they got mentally, they got what it was about. Um, it's not about a competition because this industry is big enough for each and every mm-hmm. one of us to um, get in our lane and make it right. to the top. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. So I, I salute, you know, you for that. And thank you for keeping it as professional as you could. Because you could have took it to the left. Like, like I said, I don't care. Yeah. I'll, go to the left. <laughs> I'll go to the left with it. But thank you for keeping it professional. I want to get into your final track, uh, Boy Bye. Um, just take us through the creative processes for that track, uh, Boy Bye, and, and tell us what it's all about. Oh, I, I, I came up with that uh, three years ago. And last year we decided to drop it <laughs> and we put out a video. But the concept of the song is about um, a guy not coming home. He's out there running the streets, running after women and everything. And, you know, I was just oh. fed up with it. <laughs> I, I oh, was fed up with it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, I, you know, I it, it basically saying, you know, that, um, uh, you know, I was telling him to get his hat, shoes, get his shoes and leave, and and I was through with him. I, I was through with him. And they, my daughter is 24 years old, and and it's something that if they can relate to it. They were like, uh, she was like, Mama, I like that song. I said, I guess so. I said, you too young to be knowing about boy bye. Well, I said, oh, but uh, <laughs> well, that's, that's how that concept came up with. You know, we were just uh, – just around the house and everything, and um, my niece and nephew, and and that's my daughter. They all be talking about you know these guys and everything. I'm gonna make a little song about this, and we came up with the lyrics and we released it last year. All right, let me see what it's talking about. Here we go, guys. Boy, bye. Me, me, yourself. <laughs> 
here on Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Artist Audio. And um, back on Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with uh, Donnie Coons. So if you can't make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. And don't forget, we roll into fall on Thursday. All right? You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready for the pumpkin spice everything. I'm ready. All right, guys. Until then, you all have a good night. Entertainment news and daily inspiration for everyone. For everyone. Entertainment news and daily inspiration for everyone. Everyone, entertainment news and daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone, entertainment news and daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone, yeah.